there, healthy-ish listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Friday's episode featuring myself, Felicity Harley, and our digital director, Ali Izzo. And this week, we are talking about why going grey is cool. Travel therapy and marrying the second choice love. Will it really work out? Ali, welcome back to Healthy-ish. How have Hello. You, oh, I've got a new question this week. How have you yes. stayed healthy-ish this week? Oh, Fliss. You like that? Yeah, I do like that. I'm being interviewed That was just here. impromptu, Jeez. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't prepared. Um, I am trying to eat more vegetables. I know that's boring, but I'm currently drinking this thing, which is actually a nootropic brain drink. Oh, yes, they're good. I've had those. They're good. And it's like weirdly tasty, but I'm trying to just choose healthier choices, little tiny. Well, that's good because off the back of that study that I talked about last week about not getting enough fruit and veggies, we're not getting our two servings of fruit or five servings of veggies. Well done, you. I I listen to you. I do. Thank you. So here we go. You might be the only person, but... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, talk to me. What... What's grabbing your attention this week? Okay, so this was a really interesting um, story that Erin Cook wrote for us, one of our wonderful regular freelancers, and she wrote about women going grey gracefully and it really kicked off on our Facebook page in the comments section in a really positive way. We kind of um, held uh, Helen Mirren and also Andy McDowell, who both have beautiful, long, luscious grey hair and have obviously stopped dyeing it, which is really nice. And we, she interviewed a um, stylist, a hairdresser, about how to do it, you know, gracefully. And I say gracefully in inverted commas because you, know, you can do it any way you want. But if you want to blend it out, if you're not sure, and, um, you know, she's saying there's all these ways in which you can do it, which you can read if you go on to bodyandsoul.com.au and find the article. I won't go into it here. But basically the hook of the story was that the pandemic gave women this opportunity to actually do it and to kind of do it without um, any pressure because it just, you know, weren't seeing anyone, you weren't really going anywhere. So you can kind of, couldn't go and see a hairdresser even if you wanted to. So it kind of forced a lot of women to be like, oh, I do have a lot of greys and then gave them the space and the time to actually like, oh, oh, maybe I'll grow it out for a bit and see how I feel. And a lot of women have stuck with it and have now gone fully grey. And it's just so cool to see so many vibrant older women working with their natural hair colour and not feeling like it's something to be ashamed of, wearing it on the red carpet. You know, it's sort of one of those nice markers that, I think we are seeing a bit more diversity in the beauty space. And um, I think that the ladies agree because the comments um, section on Facebook went nuts. So, yeah. You know, I'm struggling. I'm like, I'm not quite grey. I haven't got any greys yet. Yet, I say. But But, um, I like it. I like the idea of it. You like the idea? But I struggle with this. Okay, so I have got a few greys. And I know Mm -hmm. it's cool and I see all these women out there making me feel all empowered that it's okay to go (laughs) grey. But I can't do it. I still go to the hairdresser. I still get my hair dyed. I just, is that because I'm a victim of the beauty industry or is it because? (laughs) You've been brainwashed. I've been brainwashed. I'm a victim of the patriarchy. Or is it like, or is it a certain age that you get to where, you know, because the women you've talked about are all over 60. Is it still, I'm trapped in that, you know. (laughs) 
that in between middle, stage. Yeah. I think it also depends on how grey you are versus your actual, your before hair colour. So if you're like in this article, they say that if you're blonde and you've got a bit of grey coming through, it's really easy to just go with it because it kind of looks like a highlight. If you're darker and then you only have a little bit of grey, it kind of sometimes isn't enough to kind of push you over the edge to yes. go full grey. Maybe you know I know what that. I mean? So, and, you know, you might want to wait until you have the full, you know, head of grey hair, which Helen Mirren does and she looks spectacular. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, she is awesome. She's got the attitude to go with it too. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to do what makes you happy. And if grey hair doesn't make you happy, then don't do it. Okay. Right? I'm not doing it. <laughs> don't <laughs> do it. Doing it. <laughs> or do if you want to. I don't know. Okay. But I'm glad that we're talking about talking about it, that it is cool. So yes, yes, there's definitely like, if you want to do it and you can't, if you've got the, the gray hair to do it, I think there's definitely more sort of social support for that. Yeah. If that's your vibe. Yeah. Now, the other thing we need to do is get into this whole notion of travel therapy. I came across this ah, study, yes. actually, it's out of the uni. I'm doing my master's at Edith Cowan university and I saw it pop up. Now, look, we all know firsthand how a holiday and travel can boost our well-being, our physical health as well, I suppose, if it's an active trip. Well, these researchers from Edith Cowan have, in the same way that we use art and music for therapy, they're questioning why we don't prescribe travel for, you know, boosting not only mental health, like our overall well-being and health, but also for specific mental health disorders. And they, they propose that we change the language around travel and call it travel therapy. Now, I love this because I thought if we need an excuse to book a holiday, this is it. We just tell our partner, our friends, Mm -hmm. our boss, I need a bit Mm -hmm. of therapy. I need to go to Fiji. I need to go to France or Port Douglas for therapy. (laughs) Sounds so good. I definitely need to go to France. I need some baguettes and I need some cheese. No, no, but that's the thing. The researcher said you can't just jet off to France and eat your way weight and cheese and then drink it again in champagne you know you have to actually engage in therapeutic exercises when you are traveling walking so go drink your champagne go for a big walk through the you know french riviera yeah okay i'll I'll go to champagne champagne and walk through the vineyards and that'll that'll be my (laughs) therapy right (laughs) hey get this when i was when i was looking up this did you know that there's I mean, there's dog therapy, there's maggot therapy and oxygen therapy. So, I mean, hello, travel therapy. I don't know. I didn't even go down that hole. I was just like, what is that? Like, bring on the travel therapy. Travel therapy sounds good. I think that 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 is the perfect justification for any holiday, but with therapy involved, as you said, not just eating cheese and drinking wine. Although that might be therapy. (laughs) I kind of like that idea. Oh, my God, I love that. Anyway, what was uh, the most clicked story of the week on bodyandsoul.com.au? The most clicked story was an interesting one because I think it's something that people probably don't admit. I'm going to put it like that. So it was a story written or it was an as told to and uh, the writer was Shona Henley. So she interviewed someone who wanted to remain anonymous, which will become clear why as uh, as I explain this. But it was about um, this woman spoke to her about why she married her second choice, but she's glad that she did it. And it's a lot about that thinking or that I suppose that concept or the ideal that you marry your, you know, big love or your first love or, you know, the the person, the one, the soulmate, you know, this kind of like focus on one person being your, you know, your it and forever. And this woman was sort of saying, look, I'm the guy that I 
thought was the one would have been terrible because he was shocking and annoying and um, a bit crap generally as a life partner. But her second, well, secondary partners in the partner who came afterwards was far more reliable, was much more aligned to life goals and values, was a team player, was respectful, supported her in the ways that was important. And she also is in love with him too, but it's kind of nice to kind of um, rejig that sort of focus that we sometimes put on, you know, those big relationships and the big loves and the passionate loves and maybe think about the more um, sensible (laughs) requirements of a partnership, which aren't so um, cliched, but also a bit more practical and will probably lead to a longer and happier marriage, which is um, what this lady said. So anyway, read the whole thing on bodyandsoul.com to you because it's a great read. And um, yeah, Liz is her name and she is very happily married now. Oh, sounds like a beautiful love story. It is. It is. It's an unexpected but beautiful love story. Ali, yeah. thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Pleasure. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to Ali and I babble about the health and wellness topics of the week. If you want more from us, you can download other episodes of Healthy-ish or Extra Healthy-ish, our big sister podcast. Jump onto bodyandsoul.com.au or follow us on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.